You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have with me a delightful woman today. Jackie Latran is a multi-award winning author, international speaker, nurse practitioner, um, but what we're going to be talking with her today has to do with the fact that she found, she's the founder of Teen Confidence Academy um, and Healing Minds. And so where, where I love about this is obviously the, the dialogue about inspiring our young people is near and dear to my heart, um, but I really want to talk today about teaching teens how to be more confident. I think there's a wealth of information and work to be done in that area. And Jackie just happens to be somebody who's, who's perfect for that. So in addition to, to, to all of that, um, she's also passionate and committed to guiding her clients in terms of achieving success, um, whether it be academics, personal, professional lives. She does this through sessions and workshops and keynotes and all kinds of fun stuff. So she is a delight. Um, so if you'll join me, please, in welcoming Jackie to the show. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so excited to be here talking to you about superpowers. Yay. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you for, for coming on the show. We're excited to have you. Um, so speaking of superpowers, what are your superpowers? Well, you know, if I sit here and list out all of my superpowers, we might be here for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I truly do believe that, you know, we are all born with these amazing superpowers that we don't recognize. And because we don't recognize them, we don't know how to tap into them consistently. But the two superpowers that I have that I tap in all the time that I love so much is the first one is fun. I bring fun to everything that I do. That is a necessity <laughs> for me. And, you know, like with working with clients and just being around other people in social settings, we need that. We forget to have fun as we get older. And the more fun you can infuse into your life, the, you know, the happier you are. Mm. And so that's my, my first superpower that I love, love, love. And the other one is um, I can see people's inner superpowers before they can. And so because I can see it so quickly and so readily, I can help pull it out of them if they want to. Mm, perfect. And, and that is an important superpower. And I see a lot of people awakening to that. And, and, and it's kind of the concept of, you know, I'm, I, I'm willing to see you in your greatness, even when you can, uh, you know, a lot of times I share with my clients, you know, I, I will hold that vision of you until you're willing to believe it for yourself, you know, and it's, and I think we're facing, you know, a, a world where that will quickly and consistently affirm the opposite you know it will it's easy to get caught up in what's wrong and, and and what's wrong with me and what's wrong with somebody else and what's wrong with the world and all these other things that that's a that's a, a running theme through through some of the dialogue that we hear um so that's out there that one's easy but to be able to sit back and go you know what i choose to see the miraculous or i choose to see the superpowers or i choose to see the magic um, I think is a very powerful stance to take and then be willing to hold that mirror for others. Um, I think is such a beautiful gift to the world. Yeah, I, I, I do too. And I like the idea of what you said too, which is a hold that mirror rather than pushing it on them. Right. Because even though the superpower is there, they might not be ready to fully embrace it. And if you push too hard, too fast, they're going to reject it. They're going to reject the beauty that's within them. But if you just hold it up and they get to see a glimpse of it here and there, they become more and more attracted to it. They want it more and more like that. And when they're ready, they'll step into it and they fully own it. And it is such a beautiful thing to watch. 
Well, and I think too, the modeling of it as well. I find that, that that's one of the hardest things for people. It's like they, they have these gifts and they have these abilities and, um, but, but are, are they willing to really step into modeling that? And that requires being willing to go against the grain, you know, being willing to go against what, um, what perhaps we are seeing modeled elsewhere and do something different and say, I'm going to choose to present this to the world. And that's scary. You know, even as you're helping others kind of step into it and you're like, it's all these layers that we're peeling back of, okay, well now I'm going to do a podcast or now I'm going to do like Facebook live or now I'm going to do, and it always feels like no matter how confident you are in your abilities, there's this next layer of showing up and showing up more and more and more and more fully that, you know, causes a little bit of, you know, that, that aches of like, am I really going to do this? And, uh, you know, we might die and I don't know what if people don't like it. And, you know, it, it doesn't seem to, to matter how many times we do that. There's more levels of that. So one lesson I learned um, a few years ago that's been so helpful for me with that is to recognize, <clears throat> excuse me, to recognize when I'm doing something different, you know, whatever that might look like is to be kind to myself and to recognize, you know what, I'm a beginner at this thing. I might have expertise in all of these other areas. I'm so good at these things, but this new phase in my life, I'm a beginner. And it's okay for me to not to know what to do. It's okay for me to stumble. It's okay for me to learn. And Mm. that has helped me grow so much faster because when I look at those things that people typically label as failures, I just look at it as another opportunity for me to go, okay, well, that did not work. (laughs) beautiful I love that insight in that and I find I went to a similar space too where it was you know I tell my clients it's you know this is you're never going to get back this moment where you're seeing this new aspect of yourself for the first time Um, it's like it's like the the last first kiss concept or you know Mm -hmm. courting a new piece of yourself and it's like enjoy it because as we go through this more and more often those phases get much shorter, you know? And so our, our courtship with this new piece of ourselves, even if it feels a little bit like, you know, trying on new shoes, it's like, you know, you've done it before and you, you have the awareness of how to do it, but it still feels different. And it feels a little bit intimidating at times when you've just perfected all these other things. Um, but it's, it's such a magical moment of discovery. And, and, and so I really, you know, encourage people to have this like amazing love affair with that piece and, and honor it and, and allow it to come forward in a cool way as opposed to comparing it to these other relationships you have with other aspects of yourself of, you know, that you're kind of an old hat at, you know? And, and I think that as we remove more and more of the tumultuousness out of our existence, those moments of even the slightest trepidation are like priceless. You know, they're precious moments of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this thing. And, and you know, and, and I think that um, you, at least for my journey, I, I really grew to appreciate them. And I love that you call it a courtship with yourself. That is so beautiful. <laughs> it's a really fun way to look at it. Because when, you know, when you're just courting yourself a little bit, you're just having fun, right? You're putting your mm-hmm. best foot forward, but you're having fun. And I think that's w- what really matters. And the other thing that you mentioned too, that I think is really important for me is recognize, you know, again, that I'm a beginner. And sometimes when I do things and I put it out there for the world to to see, to consume, to judge, and I'm in the back cringing a little bit because I'm like, oh, I'm such a newbie and it's going to show. <laughs> but I get this lovely message from somebody that says, oh my gosh, I needed to hear what you had to say. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you allow it, you, the the affirmations will come. The 
the confirmation that you're on the right track will come. And, and I think mixed in with all of that is the willingness to do it for you too, you know, to, to say, I want to expand into this area. I trust that, you know, once we get to a certain aspect of our growth, that our expansion is beneficial to others. And, and it always is every, every time any of us step in a new um, wholeness, a new layer of wholeness with ourselves, it is absolutely a benefit to others um, and trusting in that process. So you can really kind of relinquish the need for it to be perfect or, um, you know, I know a lot of people, they'll put something out there and then they'll like, wait, and like if they only get like two likes or, you know, nobody shares <laughs> it, it's like, it's so anticlimactic and that, and, and that will, that will sometimes drive people to quit. And, and, and it's like, no, 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 no. Like, like a lot of this stuff you have to remember is forever. You know, that's one of the reasons I love podcasting is that's forever. Like we get to milk that and promote it and, and, and all these things for so long over time, there's a cumulative impact. And so it doesn't have to be that single moment in time. And if nobody watched it, it's over. You know, we're not in the era of TV anymore, you know? And so reframing it to know that it's out there and it starts to develop its own life and its own energy and it grows and grows and grows from that place. Um, as long as you stay in that higher frequency with it, um, it can continue to have a solid impact. I love that. I love that. And, you know, I've been guilty of deleting things after it's been on for two hours with one like. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I definitely been there. But, you know, at the same time, just like that comment I made earlier about the thank you is um, maybe last year I did a hundred day challenge, a hundred days happiness challenge where every single day I'm posting something that I'm happy about and I'm grateful for. And, you know, most of my posts get a lot of engagements and some didn't. But even the people who I thought did not get my message, they'll tell me privately another time. They just don't. Just because they saw it and mm -hmm. read it doesn't mean they're going to put it out there for the world to see. Exactly. So you never I know who you're touching. That, you know, I, I, and I, I tell people, you know, there's always someone watching. There's always someone watching to know, is it safe to be more fully who I am? Like, whether it's children, whether it's teens, whether it's um, your Facebook community, whether whatever it might be. You never know. And to me, it's like when those of us who choose to do this work and choose to awaken and choose to kind of journey in that regard, I feel like we have a responsibility to continually show up more and more fully who we are because it, we're saying that we believe this, you know, and, and if we don't do it, then we're actually doing more harm than if we never stepped out in the first place to do it. And so I used, I use that as my own fuel to keep, pushing me and pushing me to show up more and more expansively um, as who I am. Because, and a lot of it was easy for me because I had Neva by my side as a constant reminder of that, of there is somebody watching, you know, like it was very <laughs> obvious. Like, and so I know it's a little bit more abstract for some people who don't have that, but, but it is there, you know, the second you step into that space. And, and I like that today we're talking about this concept of you know, teaching teens how to be more confident, they are growing up and, and coming of age in this world where um, it's like a Petri dish. You know, they're like in a fishbowl all the time. And that's a little different than a lot of us. Um, it, what, are we, what are you finding in regard to the, maybe the additional challenges or, or just different challenges for them growing up in that kind of an environment? 
I think for a teen nowadays, they they grow up feeling like they're constantly under a microscope, right? That's something that you and I probably didn't have to go through. We might have felt that way from time to time, but it's not 24-7. I mean, they don't really have an off time. Everything is on social media. Everything is so connected that they just never have that moment to just breathe and figure out who they are and discover themselves. So I think they are definitely, they have more challenges than we did. But at the same time, they also have a lot more resources too. So you just got to figure out that fine balance of, you know, how can I use this this media that's out there that's so pervasive in a way that's going to be beneficial for me? I think that's a really powerful statement. And I think it's important to recognize too that there are two sides to that coin, like you just gave voice to, because it's easy to sit back and go, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. I've often said, I am so grateful I came of age <laughs> prior to Facebook, you know, but it was, but, but there are so many benefits too. And I see that um, a lot with Neva's work as well. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We've been talking with Jackie Latran about teaching teens how to be more confident. When we come back, I really want to get into, you know, how you develop this concept of, for the Teen Confidence Academy and, and all the other good work that you do in the world. Um, before we run to break though, where can people go to find out more about you? So um, the easiest way to get a hold of me is on my website, and that is JackieLetran.com, J-A-C-Q-U-I-L-E-T-R-A-N.com. On there, they should have all of my social media links and other ways to get in in contact with me. Awesome. Very cool. We're going to take a break, so stick with us. And when we come back, we'll be talking more about teaching teens how to be more confident. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast. We're talking to Jackie Latran about teaching teens how to be more confident. Jackie's the founder of Teen Confidence Academy. So talk to me about that. How did how did that come about? Like where, what, where did this come from? <laughs> uh, so my passion for working with teens started probably when I was 16 and a half or so. Um, and that came from my own troubled childhood. Um, and I don't know how much of that you want me to go into, or do you want me to skip ahead all the way to Teen Confidence Academy? Hey, share what, what you're drawn to share. I, I, I would love to hear the story. So when I was 16 and a half, I gave birth to my son. And that was a huge life transformation experience for me. Prior to that, you know, my self-esteem, my confidence level, everything was was horrible. I, I hated myself. I hated my life. And I became very self-destructive. And I did a lot of things that caused me a lot of pain, caused a lot of other people pain. And I was really ashamed of myself and my decisions. And, you know, because I was acting out, I I also found myself pregnant, right? And at 16 and a half, I had no business being anyone's mother um, because I was a kid myself. But during that time, when I found out I was pregnant and throughout my pregnancy and even during the childbirth, I was so verbally abused by the medical community. 
Um, you know, I, I was told things like, you know, stop being a baby. You got yourself into this. Get yourself out of it. Or you're going to be a mom now. You can't be that little brat anymore, you know. And I'm thinking like, okay, so I'm a teen. I made a really bad decision. I'm stuck in this place that is not um, the best situation for most people. I need love. I need compassion. I need understanding. I don't need to be kicked down when I'm already down. And so in moments like that, I think that's when I started thinking about the idea of, you know what? I want to make a difference. I want to be there for other kids. I want to be able to be a voice for them, be a safe space for them. And so um, at that moment, when I had my son, I also was a high school dropout. After I gave birth to my son, I was so committed to not only, you know, be the best mom that I can be for him and figuring out how to like myself, how to love myself, but also to give back. And so I went on this crazy long journey of, of self-love and all of that. I re-enroll in school and my whole purpose when I went to school was to create that safe space for teens. When I was 23, I became a nurse practitioner and my goal was still, you know, to really serve the teen clients. But I spent the first two years of my um, medical practice doing um, more acute care because I want to get a really good foundation started. And the moment I felt like I understand the medical system and I understand how to diagnose and treat, I went into working with um, an adolescent clinic, a reproductive health and a mental health clinic. And I stayed within that field for a really long time um, until I got disillusioned. <laughs> and the disillusionment came from seeing the same patients over and over and over again. You know, I'm dealing with a lot of um, at-risk kids. So a lot of these kids have anxiety or depression and the way that I was taught how to treat that was by medication. And so I was prescribing and I kept seeing the same patients over and over again and refilling the medication or upping, upping their dosage or adding a second or a third medication. And I just started to feel really bad about that whole situation. I didn't feel like I was being helpful because to me, you know, if something is effective, something works. You shouldn't need it for the rest of your life. You should be able to get the help when you need it. And then you should be your own source of power. And so I started researching different options and I found alternative, you know, um, methods like hypnotherapy and NLP and emotional freedom technique and all of these other stuff. And coming from a science base, I was like, uh, whatever, this is for crazy people. Woo woo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it that your woo woo sounds like, you know, woo woo, like cuckoo. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I mean, like literally the first time I witnessed it and I was kind of sitting in the back thinking like, these people are crazy. They're crazy. I don't belong here. This is, this can't work. But then when I actually experienced that uh, to me, I'm like, holy cow, I don't know what that is. I want more. I need more. And I just went into it head first and really dove into learning as much as I can about these different alternative healing methods and completely fell in love with it. So I gave up my medical practice and I started Healing Minds. And Healing Minds is an all-age practice where I help people with you know, low confidence, with anger issue, with anxiety, with depression, um, help them to overcome that without medication. And I loved it. At that moment in my life, I gave up my teens. I'm like, you know what? I serve you. I've done enough. I'm just going to do what brings money, right? <laughs> I was like so focused on the money part in that part of my career. And then I went to a seminar. And I highly recommend you don't go to seminars unless you want to change everything about your life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
And so here I'm at this seminar and, you know, I'm still focused on, on vacations and things and money. And the, the, the host said, okay, close your eyes and imagine you're doing the thing that you love the most. Who are you with? What are you doing? And before I close my eyes, I'm like, easy, I'm on vacation. You know, I'm like living it up somewhere beautiful. And I close my eyes and all I saw were a bunch of teen girls sitting around in a circle listening to me talk. And I'm like, get out of my head. <laughs> You're like, no, abort, 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 abort. <laughs> yes. I'm like, no, you can't be here. You know, this is my time. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Yeah, I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And that same week, I started Teen Confidence Academy because they were still there. (laughs) Oh, that is such a fantastic story! It's and it's so funny. And I'm I'm I'm, I can so giggle because very similar to mine. You know, coming out of Counter Intel and you know starting this intuitive work, I had to struggle with a lot of the same things you're talking about, which is like, what the heck is this? Like. These people are literally crazy. And then it's like, okay, I guess I'm crazy too, you know. And um, But moving into this space of, you know, Justin, I developed the, a corporate counterintelligence firm. You know, I do diligence. I mean, we, I mean, we had, like, the world was our oyster. You know, we had a phenomenal business, da, 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 da. And, you know, that's when the whispers started. And I was like, nope, thanks anyway. You know, it's like, okay, no, you have to do this and you have to make it collaborative. I'm like, nope, I don't really play well with other people. Thanks anyway, <laughs> not interested, you know, and it's just this constant like barrage of um, guess what, guess what, guess what? And um, oh my gosh, I'm just laughing because it, it, you know, the whole time it's like I'm hearing God laugh at me like, okay, yeah, right. You know, the whole concept of, you know, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plan, right? Exactly. And I'm just like, oh, come on, you know, and, and that's why I tell people now, I'm like, this superpower conversation did not come naturally to me. Like, that was not a, oh, yeah, I love superpowers. Let's just go do this. Like, no, 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 no. That, like, it, it would have to be the most unlikely person in the world to do something like this because it really brought in the magical and the mystical and kind of all these other areas. You know, so I, I had to work through all of that too. And of course, on the other side of that is this amazing fulfillment and, and, and practice and work. Um, so anyway, so that's why I feel like I feel qualified to laugh with you on this because it's, it was so similar. Um, and I really appreciate you giving voice to the fact that, you know, the whole idea of like your mess is your message or, you know, we tell people all of your superpowers start off as challenges first, right? So so of course you would go through and experience this so that you could really truly get into that space and say, I get it. I get it. And then, and, and look what's possible. Um, you know, I, I understand. And not only do I understand, but I was there, I lived it. Um, and, and not in a fictitious kind of anthropological way, like you were in it. And I think that that's so important um, as we move into our, 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 our life's work. Um, and, and I think that it's important to give voice to the fact that it's okay to want vacations and it's okay to want things, you know, and you can have all of that too. You know, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would only assume that, that you were able to figure out a way to integrate all of that together um, in a way that, that fulfilled you. Is that, is that a good a- estimation there? Is that a good representation of your journey after that point? Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're like, oh, yeah, about that, Tonya. (laughs) You know, you went through these changes and these transformation. Anything you start new, you're starting over. So I was spending Mm -hmm. a whole lot of time um, doing all the legwork to figure out what is Teen Confidence Academy because I really Mm. didn't have a plan. So I did spend a whole lot of time. However, with that said, that time was spent in so much fun, right? Mm, Beautiful. Yeah, I was doing what I wanted to do, something I'm passionate about, something I love. And so I forget that I've been working for 18 hours straight because I'm having so much fun. And then my husband had to say, "Uh, it's bedtime like three hours ago. (laughs) You're like, what? (laughs) It's like bedtime, we what? No, no, no. I have to get the ideas out. Yes, um, I am at a place now where um, I work part time by choice because my playtime is super important to me. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm at work, um, which is in my home office, I'm completely dedicated to that. But when my off time, I let little Jackie loose and she goes and does her thing. <laughs> I let little Jackie loose. That's <laughs> perfect. Well, and, and, and I love that you're willing to give that voice. I think that somewhere along the line, we picked up this concept that entrepreneurship is like, is like servitude, is slavery. And and there was, we seem to develop these like badges of honor for people who work, you know, seven days a week, 90 hours a day somehow. And it's like, ha, no, like, like that's just, you know, for me, um, you know, Justin and I kind of came to that realization early on in our entrepreneurial journey because we had these amazing jobs. You know, we were in the spy world, like we, I was running around mm-hmm. chasing spies and stuff. And it's like, why, why would I give up that job? to just create another job for myself unless it was something I truly loved and I was able to find total fulfillment, not just, you know, one, one vertical of fulfillment. Um, and that's really what did it for me was, was like, no, I could easily just go back and have a job and it'd be much less headaches, you know, than try to build my own job. So um, that's what helped me really get clarity around exactly what you're talking about. Um, so in addition to you, you, you have this phenomenal journey and everything else, um, what advice can we offer to our listeners, whether they, they know teens, have teen children, or, or to some of the teens listening? What are some like just kind of practical steps that people can take to really develop more confidence? Well, you know, and the first thing I think we all need to recognize is the people that need love the most will act will ask for it in such horrible ways, right? So if you have teens in your life and they're acting out and they're being, you know, horrible little children like I was, that's all of them really saying is help. I need help. I need to feel love. I need to know that I'm worth it. So if you just take time to just be with them and to really listen and show them that you care, that build up confidence big time because, you know, as little kids, we all hear this and, and we don't think much about it even as parents saying these words, but how many times have we as parents been guilty of this? Go away, mom's busy. I got to focus on something really important. I can't do this with you right now. What does that teach your kids, right? It teaches your kids that no, you're not that important, that work is more important, that making dinner is more important, cleaning the house for guests is more important. So one of the ways that I love to build confidence in kids is that time, that quality time, that time for them to have that safe space to just be. Whatever it is they want to be in that moment, whatever it is they want to do, if you're in it with them and you're 100% present, they will feel it, they will know it, and they will feel good about themselves. Awesome. I think that's such powerful information. Neva and I, following the situation that happened in Vegas, did a, did a podcast where we just talked, you know, because we were having those dialogues. And, um, and so what I found was so fascinating was, was the 
one of the concepts we talk about is like people are either um, exuding love or giving love or crying out for love. And I, I think that that speaks to what you were just talking about. And when we watch our children act out and everything else, if we could go to that space of they, they may just be asking for love, you know, and connection. Um, and, and when we can meet them in that space, we find that it's not a behavioral issue as much as it is, um, you know, they shift and change and grow too. And their world, you know, every time they do that, their world, it's like someone took their snow globe and shook it up. And it's like, they don't, you know, they're just looking for solid footing in that. Um, and I do think it's easy for us to forget that and to get caught up in it. Um, so I think that that's hugely valuable advice. Thank you. Definitely. Can I share something for the teens? Absolutely. So, you know, for teenagers, I'm sure you hear from parents and other people who really care about you and who really love you and want your success. They tell you to focus on your school. The number one thing that you have right now, the number one responsibility you have is your education. And while that is really important, but I think the thing that you really want to focus on, the, real, the thing that's going to help you with your education and with everything else in life is work on your self-love. I mean, that is so foundational because you can spend, you know, all day, every day working on academics, but if that makes you feel overwhelmed and it stress you out and you're judging your grades against another person and you develop, develop this false belief of I'm not good enough as compared to these people, you tear yourself down. Your foundation will slip. But if you work on really creating that connection with yourself, building up that self-love, always be willing to see the best in yourself, even through challenging situations, it will set you up for a much more solid foundation for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's great advice. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for joining us today. Your wealth of information and experience, and I love what you're doing in the world, and I, and I really honor you in your journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. And, and just so you know, if you want to find out more about Jackie, go to JackieLatran.com. And, and Jackie, you mentioned that you had something for our listeners. Most definitely. One of the things that you and I started talking about and your whole podcast is about is superpowers. And um, if they go to JackieLatran.com forward, forward slash gifts. So that's J-A-C-Q-U-I-L-E-T-R-A-N.com forward slash G-I-F-T-S. I will have um, a five step on understanding and unleashing your inner superpowers. Um, it'll be something really simple for them to look through and consume quickly for them to start really looking at themselves differently and recognize the power within in them and how to tap into it and unleash it into the world. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your generosity. And again, for, for how you show up in the world and, and how you continue to contribute. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. I love this conversation. It was wonderful. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Well, we're glad. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.